the Sport Project podcast where we're going to be talking about all things sport because it is a podcast about exactly that. Please welcome Sash, Chrissa, Chris, Chris. Carissa, yes, we have a Carissa. Carissa. Mate, hey, Carissa. Did, did anybody else witness her manoeuvre away around actually saying the title of the show because she doesn't know it? You did so well at not mentioning the Sport Project podcast because you can't actually say it. And then I did say it. I name, said it at the start. She, she did say it. I opened with the Sport Project podcast. Yeah, she, Thank yeah, you very did. much. Yeah, you and did. The, and then, and then when it comes side. to saying a simple name like Chris, you fuck it up. <laughs> hey, but to be honest. I was already looking at Carlo. Oh. Don't look at me. It's <laughs> my fault. I knew yeah, I'd get the blame. It's not even me. <laughs> well, this should give you a good insight as to what the show is about. I'm not going to start it again because, look, we're not perfect here at the Sport Project. So uh, plenty of stuff to talk about. Golf, NBA, are the Chiefs going to get rid of the chop? Horn, the zoo fight, which is going to be epic, which uh, apparently Sash can go to, but Chris and I and Carlo can't. So Mm-mm-mm. he's now telling us he's ripping his tickets up just to spare Yeah, well, look, I've got four <laughs> tickets right here, guys. I have <laughs> four. I only needed one. I only needed one. Look at that. There's four there. And I didn't even know I'm going to go. I might rip all four of them up because I have the option I have the power and I may or may not use them <laughs> I was gonna say, the power. if we could have got this shot a little bit earlier you could have opened it up to the guests and the fact that we've only got two listeners you would have had one ticket spare anyway <laughs> so that would have been, that that been you could, may have got your money back Matt McCarthy may have got the call up there <laughs> Yeah, no. just we just tell uh, Matt McCarthy if he's listening right now that we did mention that he could get a run and Sasha just dead set hit it on the head. Yeah, I Listen. said I was, I'd prefer to sit next to three empty seats, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good friend of the show and everyone in it and just basically is just the butt of all jokes between these three. But anyway, uh, also at the back end of the show, we're going to be covering all things NRL as well too. So plenty to absolutely happen. Both of you putting your hand up like you're about to talk. We like to say the back half. <laughs> The back half. We like Did to call it the back, the, the back half. The back half. Back half. Sorry, my bad. The back half. Well, would you, you, didn't, you don't like the back end? If, no, no, but if you can continually use the back half, that'd be much appreciated. <laughs> Thank you. Me and personally, or? I will let you in on that joke a little later on oh in the show. God. Everyone has to tune in until the end because I will let everyone know why that story is so funny. <laughs> It's we cool. already can't wait. We're already sitting there just busting our guts to try and listen to that story. Anyway, moving on. Um, golf, Chris, there, there was a fair bit happening uh, on the on the greens. Look, there's there's absolutely heaps of golf going on all over the world, which is great to see. Still no spectators, but that's all right. But listen, we're going to draw our attention to the Northern Trust, and it was just a complete and utter masterclass from Dustin Johnson. He finished the, he finished the, uh, the day four at 30 under. Do you know when you play a golf course and you think some golf courses are just super it to golfers and others just really struggle he made that golf course his bitch I'm <laughs> you, I was going to say you explained it a little bit differently in our chat today he ripped the he ripped the course a brand new asshole there's people <laughs> at TPC Boston thinking we need to reschedule this golf course we need to redesign the whole lot because he's shot 30 under over four rounds his, his rounds went like this he shot 67 Day two, he shot um, uh, an all-time best for himself, a 60, 12 under. He shot 64, then 63. Harris English was only second to him, 19 under. 11 shots he won by. Absolutely <laughs> dominated it. Jumped up the FedEx Cup, and he was he was truly sensational. The closest does it there down the list was tied 18th, Cam Smith. He finished at 12 under. Rory McIlroy still hasn't found his feet. Way off, way off the mark at 2 under for, after the four rounds. But Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods has finished well. He shot 5 under <laughs> in the fourth round to finish 6 under for the, for the whole competition. So it, it's nice to see him striking the ball well and, and, and really enjoying it. But Dustin Johnson, he, he drove the ball incredibly well. Um, his short game was second to none. I'll I give you some of his stats. Throughout the four days, he had five eagles, 23 birdies, 41 pars and only three bogeys. That wow. is, I, I've never, I've never seen anything like it. I, I think, I think the all-time record after four rounds is um, 31, 31 under or 32. And he didn't a record. Up. How many of those eagles were golden ones? And then we've, we've got a golden eagle. Is right there in the middle of my screen, Carlos. There's, there's the golden eagle. <laughs> uh, but look, there, there's some impressive. There's, there's some really, really impressive golf, uh, and, and it's. It, it, and and you would look at a score like that and think the course must be relatively easy, like everybody's going to be shooting high, but no. Some of the big-name players missed the cut and didn't even make it to the weekend, so it's not really a, a course design or the simplicity of the course. It's just that he was on absolute fire. Can absolute I ask fire. you, have you got a net or anything out the back of your house yet? Like, are you is this killing you, watching all this yeah. golf and not being able to play? I have got a net out the back of my house. How do you know? <gasps> no. 
Uh, Sarah bought me one for my birthday. Oh, there you go. Uh, she did. She she bought me uh, she bought me a net for, uh, amongst other things for my birthday. So it's been up there, and um, myself and my son Ethan get out there and hit some golf balls. We've had to take it down because the weather's been shit, but it'll be going back up. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say this must be absolutely roasting you, just watching it and yeah, not even yeah. able to stroll. Oh, so hang it's, on, it's killing me. You poor bugger, you can't even go outside to play golf. No, nah. you're allowed out for one hour a day outside of your house, and then when you want to go out the backyard in your house to just play against the net the weather is that bad that you have to take the net inside yeah that yeah. is fucked yeah, do, you know, like, do you know when people oh. say with situations are that bad when it rains it pours it's fucking hailing sideways down here it's 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 that bad however it, there's, there's good news it's going to be 21 on Saturday Oof. that's it that's, that's all I've got. That's, that's, that's not bad. Like, it's better than nothing, you know. Like, I had a real tough weekend. I had to decide between three different bars and, you know, I had to line up for five minutes to get into one bar and then I went to another bar and I had too many shots. Wow. So I was like, my bill's going to be huge. And it's just crazy, hey? Like, I know exactly what you're feeling. So, mm. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. For those that are new to the show, Chris is down in Melbourne, Sasha is up on the Gold Coast and Carlo and I are on either end of Sydney at the moment. So you'll understand the sledging as we go. You see some breaking news. Chris, you want to tell us a little bit of something where you've been looking for houses? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we've been looking because the government have now implemented that this um, state of emergency, although legally it's only allowed to be bound and put in place for six months, Daniel Andrews, the Premier down here in Victoria, has decided that no, six months isn't enough. He wants to get the rules and regulations changed and rewritten, in fact, that he can Oof. put an extra 12 months Oof. on top of the six that we've already done. So state of emergency in Victoria will potentially last till next September now. So um, with having a young <laughs> family like... With, yeah, with having a young family like I've got now, I'm, uh, Sarah and I had a conversation. and I um, I was hitting Sasha up on the phone earlier today and I said, look, keep an eye out for any houses up in, in the Goldie or... Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, yeah, that's what you need. Next to him. Two kids on, I've got two kids under two, and Ethan, who's just turned 10, they want to be outside. They want to be out running mm. around on the beach in some nice weather. They're not cooped yeah. up in a house driving yeah. me and the missus fucking bath, back. Nothing to, do with, nothing to do with you what, be, being close to. It's all to about that. me, Carlo. Have you seen the golf courses on the Gold Coast? <laughs> it's all about me. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. Um, Chris has been gone for three days. I'm just, make, I'm just making it sound good like I'm a good father and good Why partner. Why wouldn't you just come back to Sydney then, mate? Still got COVID cases. Because you're fucked as well. <laughs> south coast, mate, not south coast. Get yourself mm. down here. Look at Carlo, that, that's not Sydney. That's closer to Fiji than it is Sydney. <laughs> you love it. You're, you're a mile away, champ. Yeah. Hey? For all those listeners at home, Chris's at geography was never his strong point. School wasn't his strong point. <laughs> no, I didn't go there. <laughs> was school strong for any of us, really? Let's be honest. Negative goals oh, right Speak for yourselves, guys. Hey, uh, speaking of which, someone's been schooling the basketball courts in the NBA. Sashua, your favourite. Oh, I know, but look, I, before we touch on that, I've got a little uh, thing with the golf there. In West Virginia, oh, this yeah. youngster, Rocco, he hit a hole in one. I think he was four years old. Uh-huh. Did you, you would have seen that, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful scene, actually. He's, I think he's playing with his dad and his mate, and, he, and he's, up on, uh, he's, he's up on a little path three. On a raised hill, down to the green. He's still, he's got his Crocs on the poor kid. You know what I mean? It's, life's never going to get better for him than this. <laughs> he's, got, he's, he's got his Crocs on it, and he's, he's whacked the ball. He's, he's made a decent contact, but it's hit the hill, gone down the hill, down the hill, onto the green, and then it, it kind of disappears. And he turns around in shock, and he says, "Where's it gone?" His dad said, "Do you know where it is?" He said, "No, I can't see it." He said, "Go and find out." So the little kid, beautiful sight, little kid runs off all the way down the hill, all the way to the green, and he stood there like this, and he turned around, he's got his hands up in the air, and he has no idea what's happening. And he says, Dad, I don't know where it is, Dad. He said, look in the hole. And he looks in the hole, and he picks it out, and he's kind of really unmoved by it. He's just like, oh. Like, I didn't want it to go in the hole. You know what I mean? That's just... <laughs> For fuck's sake, kid, it doesn't get better than this. Don't ever play golf again. That's it. That's as well, good as Well, in his head, that was like get. game over because the ball's in the hole. He probably doesn't understand the concept of what he's done. He reckons he's got to go home now and do some more schoolwork. He's, he's filthy himself. <laughs> so, Four so, years old, hey. Oh, well, let's yeah. try for that. You, you, have you got a home one, Chris, before? No. No, no I've, I've, I've lipped out. Why well, haven't you asked Carlo? Because Carlo's had four of them and he's threw three in and he kicked one in. Nah. Done five. Uh, Kala, but, yeah, you know, Kala got a hole in one on a par five. Yeah, 500 meter par five, yeah. <laughs> I did. It sounds like Kim Jong un. <laughs> Kim Jong il's father. I think he got, didn't he get like seven, 17 hole in ones or something on a par, like a, 
18 hole course and his yeah, security we, guards verified it. <laughs> yeah, I think Renee told us about um, the, the scoring system. I think it's backwards, isn't it? And 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 the the reason why is that he would kill literally anyone who would argue with him. So hey, I, he just be like, I think it was true. You need a hole in one, you're fine. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, sorry, Renee. You're back to uh, the NBA, and um, it's all <laughs> you do off. you, babe. We're in final. We're in finals. Um, and we spoke about him a few weeks ago, but um, Luka Doncic. He's 21 years old, and he just produced one of the most iconic playoff performances the other day against the Dallas, sorry, to lead the Dallas Mavericks to a 135 to 133 overtime win against the Clippers. Now, the Clippers, for your information, have been on top of the Western Conference with the uh, LA Lakers, and they've been playing red hot all, all season. And this kid comes out um, to, to square the series up to all. He had an injured ankle two days before, couldn't even walk, and scored 43 points, 17 rebounds, and 13 assists to upset one of the favourites of the championship. So, um... Unbelievable stuff, eh? Were you, especially when you were on him, like a little while, a few weeks back, you were talking him up a big game. So you're not a bandwagon person here. You've been following him strong. Yeah, I've been following him for three weeks now. So I'm not a bandwagon supporter at all. I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. And um, yeah, he's he's doing some impressive stuff. 21 years old and he's already breaking records, set by Michael Jordan and um, in winning games in final series. So it's Good stuff. Yeah, he's, he's not he's not a bandwagon kind of bloke, but he's he's now follows the Penrith Panthers and he just follows this young kid and <laughs> Justin Johnson's his favourite golfer and you know Tiger Woods is shit now he doesn't even exist. But no, he's not bandwagon at all. Who are the Roosters? <laughs> know who they are? Nathan Cleary is my favourite player. <laughs> it's just the father son combination. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, far out. But like the 76ers, so this is Ben Simmons' team. They lost four straight to their finals um, series against uh, the Boston Celtics, so they're out now. Coach Brett Brown of the 76ers has also been given the arse. Now, Coach yeah. Brett Brown is the coach of the Boomers, so he's been given the arse um, because they believe that he was overpaid, underperforming players, and also didn't get the most out of players like Ben, ben Simmons. So, um, yeah, so pretty brutal, so pretty cut So basically now. like being a coach in the NRL. Basically, yeah, because now that that percentage has probably increased, hasn't it, with old Steve mm. Golden? But good um, segue. We'll discuss that, that a little bit later on. But yeah, we'll talk about that a little later. It was a good segue, but we're going to brush segue. that like a pubic hair on a toilet seat. So. <laughs> Did you like how I just um, hit that? Was straight. I was no, like, no, just not yet. Straight on the head. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> and my favourite team, Lakers. We won earlier today. That is a lie. It may be a lie because they were winning at three quarter time. So I'm assuming <laughs> that they won against the Portland Trailblazers. And hopefully we're three one up after four, after four games. So get around the Lakers, Kobe Booz. Let's do it for the big fella. Man, what a shame! Would have been his birthday a day or two ago, mm. wouldn't it? He would have turned forty two. Yeah. Bless him. So young. Uh, yeah, same age as me. Ten years. Same age as me. A couple of young. Ten years young. Young and just a fine wine. Hey, Chris. Oh, mate, you you've, you don't know the half of it yet. Oh, <laughs> wait till late at my prime. Shit's gonna get real. <laughs> but that's Please it. That every year. Immediately. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been saying it for quite some time since I was about nine or eight, eight or nine, I think. Oh no, <laughs> fuck it. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Well, we were talking um, about, I guess, that it was the Washington Redskins who are having to change their name in the NFL, but uh, it's now the Chiefs are also looking at And I, I remember mentioning it. I was like, they're going to have to look at getting rid of the chop, the axe. But it's our, now actually sort of in motion that the famous, oh, and you just do this chopping action with your yeah. hand. Now listen, yeah, now, can, can it, before we before we get too in depth, how how far does this go before it's just an absolute piss take of everything? Mm. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Agree. The Redskins have changed, the Chiefs have changed, Coon Cheese has had to re- change its name again. Personally, I couldn't believe that was a, a name of a cheese in the first place. Mm. But now, it's someone's surname, no? Uh, yeah, I know. I, I couldn't believe it. Like coming coming from the UK, it's just mm. not something you expect to see in the middle of the supermarket. But there you go. Yeah. Um, but what <laughs> what we um, what I did here this morning that. KFC, Carlo's favourite fucking fine dining restaurant. Carlo's favourite chicken, K- KFC. Yeah. Uh, have now, they've, they've stopped using the slogan, it's finger licking good because it's not appropriate because of through COVID times. So oh, now it's just... Kidding? No, I'm, that's, that's it. Now it's just good. It's not finger licking good. It's, just no, it's, good. it's elbow sniffing good. I don't know what it is. Yeah, what that's is it? It's, 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 I, think, it's, I think it's all going crazy, <clears throat> personally. Nah. I just, that's ridiculous. They're changing yeah, the Washington Redskins have been... Washington yeah. Redskins have been that name for 
God knows how much. I love how Carlo um, just brought it back to this board. Oh, just <laughs> We're all still sitting crazy. there with deep fried chicken. That's because yeah, it's salivating and it doesn't want to You can sort of agree with the Washington Redskins, right? Because it's yeah. the Redskins and they had yeah. a, a picture of an Indian, all right? So yeah. you go, yeah, okay, I, I get that. Let's change it. Let's you know make it politically correct. But when you get to the thing like um, the Kansas fucking City Colonel's Chiefs, chicken. Right, it's it's the name of of a head of a tribe in Native America. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it means, and it's it's like a iconic symbol. It's the Chiefs. It's not anything racist about that, you know. And it's where do you stop? Do you go to Canberra and you go radio Viking clap before the game? You can't do that anymore because fuck, what happened to the Vikings were offended? Yeah, mm. where does it stop? It's madness. Well, well that's the it's thing. Madness. This, but this this is now just a spin-off of everybody else being offended. Do you know what I mean? The, the, the humanity, uh, humanitarians, everybody's going to be find something now because this is a bandwagon to jump on. To yep. be really offended by whatever you say, whatever you do, the deodorant that you wear, whatever you put in the mouth, the things that you say, the beliefs that you have, the religions that you follow, it's just going to be one absolute fucking ridiculous line after another. Well, I'm offended that everyone gets offended. So everyone is getting offended. I'm fucking offended. Yeah. <laughs> you know when Sash is in a bad mood when he comes on this show and every second word is the F-bomb? And that's where are you at, baby? Who's hurt you? So can we, can, we, can we just take on Ricky Gervais's mindset when it comes to life? He says, look, we're all going to fucking die. So let's have a laugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is yeah. it? And, and he, 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 he came out and he said, look, people are getting so pissed off. You can't joke about this. You can't joke about that. He goes, you, you fucking can. can. <laughs> you can. <laughs> however, it. Let's have a laugh. How, how, however, face of adversity. however you, you find yourself not talking to people now in, in just the public eye because, you know, you think, oh, if I say something that they don't understand your humor, you could offend someone. And I'm the king for that. All the time. Interviews have become boring because they're all politically correct. You know, one on one conversations, radio shows, podcasts like this are now shit. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just become one step too far. It's fucking yeah, there's okay, you can respect people's beliefs, religions, um, skin colour and all of that. I'm not saying don't do that. But there's a line where humour has to have a part in it. You know, yeah, and and I think this is just getting kind of ridiculous. Now, this of course isn't a hot topic show. This is a sport podcast. So if I do go off on a tangent, rein me back in, Renee. Mm. <laughs> no, I would never do that to you, babe. Never. I enjoy it. I'll just sit here and just watch the tangent. Just, oh, you know, you're flicking through Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I'm all over Facebook. No, uh, what I wanted to sort of move on to now that we were just going on to tangents about KFC and everything else around it, as long as the boys have obviously covered off all the American sport, yeah? We are officially Americanised. Okay, we're officially done there. I just we'd, uh, the weigh-in was today for the uh, Jeff Horn and Tim Zoo fight, and I don't know about you, but I was quite enjoying it. Did anyone else watch it? I'm horny, 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 horny. Um, Do you know what I'm looking forward to? These two fighting and us not having to have this conversation where this song comes up every time. He's he's only horny because we've been talking about KFC not more than five minutes ago. He he was on Uber Eats while we're talking about KFC. There'd be a bucket in his fist in 15 minutes. Just come in. Yeah. Just drop it there. Piss off. Hey, hey, what do you reckon? Is is everybody watching the fight? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be watching it. Can can, can we have a Zoom call or a house party? I would love that. And record it. Might be hard for it. I'm going to the pub. No, well, you, you've got a mobile phone, haven't you? <laughs> you can else? just put your phone up, mate. Mm, no. No, no. Put it on. You can rest it on one of the three empty seats because no one will go to the fight no. with you. Check, no, because uh, check my story with my. <laughs> but for anyone that was week. interested on some stats and figures, though, the weigh-in was uh, a little bit weird because Jeff Horn went AWOL. Um, so basically, his coach Glenn oh. Rushton was left sitting there on the mobile phone when they called his name out. So Tim Zoo came in and he weighed in at sixty-nine point one kilos. And then the next thing they're calling Jeff Horn to come to the stage. He's nowhere to be seen. Um, they had Andy Raymond um, commentating the whole thing, and he was there just going, "Wake up." Jeff, do we know where he is? Because <laughs> in the morning, he told everyone he was comfortably on weight, but apparently he was in the sauna when they were calling for him. So anyway, he came out and weighed on, uh, so he was at 69.6, so they're fighting super well to weight, which is 69.8. So he just uh, scraped in under there as well too. So going through with quite a sizable difference between the two, um, bit of strength uh, over in Jeff Horn's way. Well, he's, he's always been known for that, hasn't he? He's been known mm. for an, uh, an unassuming big puncher, Jeff Horn. And, and you know, I've, uh, on the, uh, leading up to this fight, I, I went back and watched the Pacquiao fight again just, just two days ago, and, and, and his his Energy fucking levels were just through the roof. But to go from then to the Michael Zarafa fights as well, it was just, it took like a kind of a totally different Jeff Horn. And then yeah. um, you, you've got to, 
you've got to wonder which Jeff Horn's going to turn up tomorrow night. Yeah. Is it the Pacquiao Horn? Is it going to be the Zarafa Horn? You know, yeah. If you if you find him in the shape he was against Pacquiao, with the determination he was against Pacquiao, he's hard for anyone to handle. He's mm. going to he's going to be really hard for anyone to handle. But Tim Souza is a you know what I mean he's learning every single fight that he has. Is he's such an, an incredible up and coming tactical boxer with enormous power and and fucking patience of a saint. No, he won't rush you. He'll wait for you and he'll pick you apart and 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 not re- not ready to mention him in the same breath as Lomachenko just yet. But oh, he, he will. No. He, he, no, 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 not in not not in his fighting style, but in the fact that he makes people quit. He, he hits people constantly and, and, and hard enough that it, it makes people want to quit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's a case of you, you've got a lion heart of Jeff Horn there that you just want. You just want to know which one's going to turn up, and then you kind yeah. of know what kind of fight you're going to get. And you've got a tactical fight like Tim Zoo. So I think I'm, I'm honestly sat on the fence. I'm really sat on the fence. I know I've said Jeff Horn all along, and I'm probably going to slightly stick to that. But it, it, anything could happen. It really could. I'm saying Horn on points. <laughs> Fuck you, milk crate. <laughs> He's just not even interested at all. <laughs> oh, I just, we're going to watch it live tomorrow. I just can't wait. Um, I'm just trying to decide which ticket I'll sit at. Going to be seat four, three, two, or one. You know what I mean? It's all front row here. Get her in all, that. They're all in the nosebleed seat, so it doesn't matter anyway. It's Mate, it's front floor. So it's on the floor. Get around it. Front floor. <laughs> um, Rushton's come out and said that there was a bit of a corruption re- around the judges as well too. So he basically said Tim Zoo's training at um, the gym that is owned by one of the judges, which for one. And then secondly, so the judges aren't allowed to make any public or private comments favourable to another boxer. Mm. And apparently one of them's come out and said, I, I actually think Tim Zoo will win this. Um and he's been heard and reported. So, yeah, Rushton's come out and slammed it and said the judges are already corrupt in a way to sort of, I guess, tip the scales before they even get in the ring. Yeah, but he's not short of a bit of conspiracy, always, is he? He always have been, Renee, other than that. That's the most contentious issue in, in boxing, this unfortunately. Is a- uh, this is a leading excuses looking yeah. for uh, <laughs> a couple of mind games to try and throw people off. It's, you, you kind of expect I expect all of that. Jeff Fenix just come out and <laughs> said this is absolute fucking joke. He so, hates uh, yeah. him. But yeah, with Jeff Horn and everything else. But you know, I mean, tomorrow night we're, we're going to find out. Yeah, I, th- I think it's exciting either way. I mean, out of all the boxing and fighting that's been going on, we are the only people that can have fans there. And I think like at the start of the year when we were talking about this, we were saying, you know, what, it doesn't matter. Like obviously Jeff Horn's performed on a stage where, you know, he's used to the crowds, but would it really matter because we're not having them? But they are. They're going to be walking into a crowded stadium. And this basically will set Australia up to host uh, the battle that will come after this as well too. So we could mm. potentially end up drawing some bigger names over here to fight. Yeah, because if, if, if anybody watched the, um, the Dillian, Dillian White and Alexander Perfetkin fight, that was that was in the UK, but again, it was a beautiful, big, stately home. They've put a, a boxing ring in the garden, but not a single soul there. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and they've, they've had fights there before at the, sa- at the same stately home, but again, no fans there. Now, boxing promoters are going to want to have fans. They, they, they're going to want to have spectators. They're going to want it, the energy and the vibe, and not only that, the money that's going to come through. So it's a case of if, if Australia can make this work in a safe way, then fuck it, bangs, bangs us right up the pecking order. Mm. Those big fights. You know, you can go to Abu Dhabi, you can go to Saudi Arabia, like a lot of them have over the, over the past couple of years. But why not Australia? You know what I mean? It's, it, the rules and regulations are very unlike the Middle East. Yeah. So what? when you uh, when you want to get out and you want to party on afterwards, you can do that. Like Usain Bolt did. <laughs> like Usain Bolt did, yeah. But the, uh, just, just just keeping on that Dillian White fight. Mm. Now, he, he, do, he doesn't have um, many fans in the heavyweight division. He's known as a bit of an, a, an arrogant ass. He's a bit of a bit of a dick. And Anthony Joshua still come out. So the, the fight with him and Povetkin, um, Povetkin was down twice in the fourth round. And you thought that was it. Dillian White kind of dominated the whole fight. And then all it took was one thing of switching off and Povetkin, 40 years old, heart of a lion again, threw the jab, shifted to the side, left uppercut, knocked him out cold. Didn't that was a knock- clean and beautiful uppercut too. It, it was, was just so... It, it was wonderful. Everything about it, his timing, <laughs> his movement, everything was wonderful. Dillian White's head where it shouldn't be. Mm. And, and, and out he went. But it's the backlash after that. He's got that little respect in the heavyweight division from the other fighters. It's everybody coming out now and honestly abusing him. 
Andy Ruiz Jr. came out to a video up on social media. He went, I'm so happy that he got knocked the fuck out. He's a fucking idiot and he doesn't deserve anything. He has no respect for fighters. He has no respect for anything. And it comes, and it comes with a long list, Anthony. Joshua came out because Dillian White refused to shake hands with Perfect after the fight. Oh, he refused right. to do that. I think he's just frustrated the, the years of work he's put in and now because he was number one contender for the WBC and now mm. he's not. Perfect is. Yeah. So, so all of the years, so it's frustration, which doesn't really okay it. But Anthony Joshua's come out and said, you've got to shake his hand. It's all about respect. Derek Jezora that fought him twice and got beat by him twice has come out. He was with um, David Hay and he said, and he said, (laughs) oh yeah. In, in, in a native Russian tongue, he said, congratulations, my, my Russian friend. And uh, <laughs> even, even Bob Aaron ripped shit out of him. Bob Aaron said he was too busy concentrating on his WBC shirt that he didn't see his uppercut that knocked him out. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I saw that comment. I was like, that's probably one of the best ones. That was the best sledge I saw. Yeah, they fucking abused him. So he's, he's definitely unliked. And he's down the pecking order. He obviously wants to ignite the rematch clause as soon as possible. But yeah, he's, um, yeah, he, he's very unhappy at the minute. Because well, his he face was, didn't look real good either. No, because he was uh, he was due to fight either Fury or Wilder, which is a big name fight for him, also a big payday. Well, Fury came out and sledged him as well too, so I think they're all pretty bloody happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everybody's happy that it yeah. happened. <laughs> the body snatcher. Uh-uh. Any older? Wasn't like he like 40, 40 years old or something? Perfectin, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, it, uh, he got knocked out by Joshua a couple of fights back. But again, he's just a, he's a he's a he's a very good heavyweight boxer, and the size difference was quite significant too. Povetkin came in at sixteen stone dead, and um, uh, Dillian White was like eighteen stone six. So there's two and a half stone. Well, difference. That's a lot. Mm, so it's a huge amount, a huge amount. Uh, but yeah, Goliath. <laughs> David beat Goliath. Well, uh, the battle is on tomorrow, so I'm going to go quick around the grounds. Where's everyone sitting? I've got Horn on points. I've got I've got Horn. Um, I, I think he's, he's going to stop him. The Horn's going to stop him. I think Horn's going to stop him. Yeah. What round? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's going to be probably about five or six rounds of feeling out. Ten, okay. 11? 10 yep. or eleven. Ten or eleven. All right, Sash. I reckon with Horn's newfound weight, with the four extra kilos of muscle his way, his um, trainer's claiming. I think it's Tim DeZoo and points. I don't reckon he's got it in him. You what? So you, I don't even know. What I, that, I, was. that was a really conflicting sentence. No, it wasn't because Jeff Horn has put on weight, put on yeah, four too much of muscle, muscle mass. I know what you mean. Trainer. I don't think he'll last the distance. I think Tim's too quick, and I think he'll beat him on points. Okay, Carlo. But, you, but wait uh, a minute. You, you don't think he's going to last the distance, but he's going to get beat on points. That is the distance. No, like as in like, no. the distance in being like fit, you know what I mean? And being able to stay in there and throw vicious punches. Shut up, Carlo. Next. Tim Tazoo. Points. What's his Get name? What's his name? Tim Tazoo. I like, I like to say Tim Tazoo. I like to really pronounce the T and then the Z. See, I just got, shouted out, for, I just got shouted out from the missus then for waking the babies up laughing at you. Your nipple. <laughs> It's all your fault, you idiot. Well, Sarah, it's going to be plenty more of that when you move to the Gold Coast, except for I'll be there. <laughs> you, wouldn't read, you wouldn't read about it, like, look at this. This is, this is how good it is. She's just sent me a place on realestate.com. And, uh, <laughs> where is that? I know where that is. Is that in Palm Beach? Palm Beach. Yeah, I know exactly where it is. Magnolia. Magnolia? Yes, Magnolia. Yeah, <laughs> Magnolia. What are you already Not too bad. Not too bad. Hey, I'll babe, Sasha, out outside of this. Sasha's got the house next door. <laughs> Well, not yet, but I will. <laughs> and we'll have the one next to that as well, too. Oh. Uh, Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we just got the shush because of the babies from uh, the captain of the ship down there in Chris's house in Sarah. Uh, oh, Carlo, your pick on the fight, please. Yep. I, um, you actually make a very good point there, Sash. If you put all that muscle mass on, will Tim Zoo kind of take him apart? Early rounds, you would think, uh, Horn. I'm sticking with uh, my initial thought process with uh, Jeff Horn. I'm horny, 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 horny. In round, uh, I'm going to say round eight. Ooh. Round eight to Horn, okay. Are we having a wager here? Uh, the, uh, we're, yeah, I'll bet t- you $200. You don't have $200. I didn't say I was going to give it you. I'll tell you what, we'll stick $10 each in, and the closest yeah. one the closest one cleans up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Done. So what, what have you got? I've got Horn 11. You've I've got, got a horn on Carlo. points. So You've distance. Got horn points. I'll just have two. I'll just have Tim because if Tim wins and I win. It doesn't matter, yeah, if Tim wins but any round. And Carlo, you've got round eight, Jeff Horn. Okay. Right, write it down, right. Chris. In Braille. Mongo. 
Mm. Once oh. again, there you go. You're not politically Offensive. correct. I'm offended by that. Bothered. <laughs> Bothered. All right, well, let's move uh, to the final segment of the show. Uh, let's talk a little bit of rugby league because quite a, a pit is continually having – footy is just the gift that keeps on giving and it's like Christmas up in uh, Queensland. It certainly is, isn't it? Uh, what's certainly. going on with uh, Anthony Seabolt? Well, the last, what was it, six months, eight months has come to an end. Thank thank God for him. It's, it's, been, it's been a horrible ride for him and uh, he's agreed to depart the Broncos, what, now, the question is, what will he get paid out? He's already just signed a five-year deal. So um, everyone's murmuring around saying he's going to get a million-dollar million payout. Uh, but the problem is, how does he rebuild his career after such a uh, disastrous uh, eight months? Uh, so that, that's going to be the hard one. You'd Could think he'd have to go, go overseas, to though, league? right? Sorry? You'd think he'd have to go overseas, right? Like no one in Sydney or no one in um, in the Australian comp really would be dare touching him. Well, you've got to remember, a, he was the coach a, of the year like, two years ago. No, but I mean, just with a shit fight, you'd kind of have to wait for that to settle, right? Because, I mean, you, you bring someone on like that, you've already got a board that's questioning and there's obviously been a fair bit of overthrowing happening up north, but... Then on top of that, you've got to keep sponsors happy, playing group, the players talk. Like, There's a lot of shit going on behind the scenes that you know mm. a lot of clubs I mean, will those, stay well away of. All those rumours, true or not, if you throw enough shit, it's going to stick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, it looks like a pretty tough task now, I, I believe. I, I probably agree. I think, I think uh, if there is a Super League option there, I think he'll take it. And I think he'll do three years um, away. I think having some time away, always, you know, being outside the limelight, everything, everything's forgotten quite quickly. So I think uh, doing three years in the Super League could be good for him. Um, but again, it's it's going to be very hard for the Broncos to rebuild. If they're looking at rebuilding a squad, you're not going to do that overnight. So you're looking at a two to three year uh, probably process. Can, can the Broncos do it? The richest club in the NRL by a country mile. And here they are, probably looking at the wooden spoon. So, who comes in for him? Who who well, would you put out? Would you say Kevin Walton? Kevin Walters? I can't well, he, he's got strong mail, and I think that the fact that he didn't get it uh, last time has had a ma major effect. Now, probably Sash with his uh, really tight uh, role with God and Talus uh, could probably share some in insight into that. But I think um, you know Kevin Walters has got to be a lead, uh, a, a lead coach that's going to look at taking that job. Sasha, have you got any mail? Well, not at the moment, but I'm actually catching up with him at the fight tomorrow night in Townsville, live. <laughs> um, so I might just have a bit of a chat with him then and I can report back next week, guys, and um, give you the Well, no, down. you can report back while you zoom into us live from the fight. No. <laughs> I'll take pictures of the empty seats, though, next to me, guys, and upload it on my story. But, but on MySpace. On MySpace. In, in saying all that, though, you've actually got a feel for Seabolt and as well, everything that he's gone through. Yeah, I, think I agree. His, mm. his mental health is, is really important and uh, Neil Henry has seen a, an interview with Neil Henry saying uh, he's now the interim chairman of the Coaches Association and he's he's reached out to Anthony and, and uh, you know, just making sure that he's okay. I think that's really important now. The fact that he's moved away from such a high pressure role now, you know, his, his, his well-being has got to be thought of and uh, I've known Anthony Seabot for, for a number of years and um, he's, he is a quality bloke and, and I wish him and his wife Holly all the best. Does he know that you call him Anthony? Anthony. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Language is English, not Australian. Actually, Get with it. <laughs> Anthony. Anthony. Get with it. Boom. Anthony and Tazoo. Maybe they hang out together. <laughs> Yeah, how about the Tim Tazoo? How about the What do you make of um, Pangai Jr.'s claims, though? Like going from obviously getting caught hanging out at everywhere yeah. possible, from bikey joints to uh, Thai restaurants, then came out and did a little PR scoop for himself saying that, you know, he's learnt from his errors, gets <laughs> the world back on side again to a degree, and now comes back out and claiming that the Broncos haven't paid him third party agreements and just. Yeah, but but do you know, do you know the, the crazy thing about this, Renee, is not potentially is he throwing he, you know, his ex-employees of the Broncos under the bus. Potentially he could be throwing the game under, under the bus. Yeah, I was like Because everyone. he's basically turned around and saying it goes on everywhere. And mm. I was watching this story and I was thinking, mm, do I mention it? Because it's there's still a lot of investigation to be done. However, he has spent, spent six hours with the integrity unit. Uh, so is is... Again, as Chris says, is, there's no there's no uh, there's no smoke without fire. So mm. is it gonna 
is it going to just put the game into disrepute? It's, it's going to be a tough one. But I don't think Tavita Pengai Jr. is doing himself any favours. Why would anyone he's want not, to He's not. He's not going to get paid anything out the way he's well, going. He's just going to. He's just going to. I actually thought he was going to the Broncos last week. The way he was talking. Uh, but I think that one's put to bed quite, quite <laughs> short and sharply. So it's, it's going to be a tough one. But I'm thinking again, he's another one who's going to have to go overseas to try and get any type of club mm. because no one will touch him with a country mile. Nobody will touch him with a country mile. <laughs> Can you explain that? Everyone just sort of sat there, just said, and went, "No, I can't." <laughs> we can't explain it. Within many, a country mile, I meant to say. How many beers deep are you? Six. Can I ask what the difference is between a normal mile and a country mile? Yeah, it's bigger. No, shut it. <laughs> Which one's bigger, a normal mile or a country mile? I'm just a country, country mile. A country mile's bigger, uh, allegedly. I thought is that because be honest, like country people are just like it's a mile up the road? I actually thought it would have been shorter though, Renee. Because if you're travelling a mile on the country roads, you've got a clear run, booze, straight through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but potholes and dirt mm-hmm. and slower. In the city, slower. Not in Melbourne, there's no one on the roads. Because <laughs> you're not allowed. They're all at home. <laughs> I've, got, I've got some more mail for you, if you want me Go, to keep it going. Go, bring it. Come on, post him. Cam Smith. There's mail that he's not going to resign with the storm. Um, and again, the question is should he be a one man or one, one, one club man? Or if he's going to go anywhere, where would he go? So that's, His that's the question. His dad said he's retiring. The Gold Coast Titans said they don't want him. He, he would go north. He would go north. He's, he's a Queenslander originally. Yeah, I think, I think him and his family. I think him and his family want to retire up that way. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him go that way. Mm. I mean, maybe he could potentially stop in Sydney on the way up north, but who knows? Nah, New South Welshmen don't want him. <laughs> but it's the I likes actually, of Cam Smith. I think you want him. I actually think I <laughs> yeah, agree you, with you, Chris. I think you the Broncos. Think about, you wouldn't think that about Caelan Ponger either, would you? But back in Newcastle, quite happily have him. Yeah, look, I don't go for Newcastle though. <laughs> I, I personally maybe, you, maybe you should the way Manly are playing. Yeah, oh no, no, well, I had to work at the game for South on uh, Saturday after the races. I also went to the races and I then went to the football afterwards, Chris, uh, if you're going to bag me about my losses. Um, and I literally double loss. Watched, huh? A double loss. Yeah, double loss. Yeah, I lost so much on the punt on Saturday. It was bad. What's so much? Talk us through it because everyone has different thresholds. So Look, I, I I probably lost a couple of hundred bucks, which to you guys isn't that much. To me, I'm just no, like, no, no. I'm I'm like that. If I lose a couple hundred bucks on the punt, then I get really upset. More. Yeah, I was pretty upset, and I kept trying to come back, which is obviously how betting works. Oh no, oh no, <laughs> the good old chase. <laughs> I didn't have a, like a shovel into the hole. I was just there with a little jackhammer, just getting deeper. <laughs> Beaver in a way. But I struggled. So, yeah, anyway, I watched the first try and I literally got in my car and went, I'm just going to watch the rest from home and drove home. And I reckon I watched about 10 minutes of it and turned it off because I was like, nope, oh, did you? nope. You, I, I, did, I, was listening, I was listening to Triple M and you got a mention actually on Triple M. Me? Yeah. Yeah, for talking leaving after five. For leaving, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now talking to Spud Carroll, because he was asking Spud Carroll whether he's a manly boy or a South boy. And they that they said, Oh, I seen Spud Carroll talking to Renee Gardner <laughs> and asking him whether he was a manly boy or a South boy. And, yeah, and he uh, straight up said South. Cheek. But he won a premiership with Manly. Exactly. I was just like, you forget what's in your trophy cabinet, nothing from the green and red. Well, I think he forgets what's in his head. Oh well. Boom, no, he speaks like, really well, Spuddy. Yeah, hey, he like we, yeah, we interviewed him up. and um, uh, Harrington, Reg Harrington, Red, Red, oh, gone wrong. Paul, Harrington. Paul, Paul, Paul Harrington. <laughs> 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 I'm starting to get a migraine. Leave me that is the classic. <laughs> I just keep turning. Jeff Harrington. I never Jeff said Harrington. Ha- no. He um he played for South as well. Um anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously need to turn the lights off in this room so we can just keep going and rapping. Um, well, that's all the rugby league. Stop looking at me like that. Hey, can I bring, can I bring one thing up, one more thing up before we go? I would love it if you could just use an N before you get to oh, the Oh, me too, hey. <laughs> and it's the fucking G silent, mate. Bring. It's not. Bring. bring it. It's just thing. I right? just think, mate. Like, best off that. Like BJ Singh. <laughs> anyway, can I bring something up? Do it. Summer <laughs> up. Do it. Do one, you idiot. So, the UK Super League uh, signs a sponsorship, not for money, with a pizza company called Papa John's, which Beautiful. is a franchise. And literally, so no money. It's just 
you get free pizzas. This is this is why our game is struggling. So our major sponsorship. Oh, I thought you were about to give it a wrap because you were on for the no, pizza trend. Major sponsorship, and they're just doing it for free pizzas. And so it's just a contra deal. And people are wondering why our game is struggling. And they're is it contra? Is that what it is? Is that a major sp- contra? Pure contra. Just like free pizzas. All right. Well, what's the point in that? Major sponsorship. They did the same with Eddie Stobart. Crazy. Crazy. Could have at least done it with pure blonde, couldn't they? <laughs> Would have been heaps better than fucking pizzas. Mad. Madness. Madness. Just saying. Anyway. Well, so is, have they got any money coming? If that's their major sponsor, what are all the minor sponsors doing? Is there still money I, I, in that at all? Or? I have no clue, but I just read that and I thought, wow, well, that is that is a reason why our game's struggling. So um, a, a couple of years ago, there was a, a sponsorship with the Super League with Stobarts. I don't know if you know Stobarts, big haulage company, a bit like Limfox. Um, and the president or the chairman at that point, which was Nigel Wood, I don't mind mentioning him because he's, he's a bit of a bottom feeder. Um, and basically he said it was too good of a deal to turn down, but it was for no money. Wow. How do clubs, how does a game make anything? Like, what are you going to, they're going to resell the pizzas? Is there an opportunity for them to sell them at the games and make $5 a piece or something? You'd have to think there's some type of something else going in the background. In the instance that you said, you know, Carlo, if he's not the most upstanding of citizens, it could have been a deal where he said, mate, if you accept this deal, we'll give you cash or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't doubt it, mate. I um yeah, I, I think these uh, yeah it's, it's just crazy, and I, I worry for our game in general around the Super League because if you go back to England at the moment, these uh, clubs actually folding, a lot of clubs folding, a lot of amateur clubs folding, and because they've got no governance, there is no de- development, there is no conveyor belt, it's it's really woeful, and uh, when your governing body or your top of the tree starts accepting sponsorship deals where no money's going to get pushed back into grassroots. Um, Quite sad, really. Yeah, it's anyway, I'm getting, off the salt, I'm getting off my soapbox. You never know what the motives are, Carlo. So let's just agree to move on and for you to stop talking. <laughs> All right, quick, quick rip, whip around. <laughs> what, were you about to say something? No, I just said good show. Who's to say what? <laughs> Think you're said what? Um, you were going to tell us about the English sports and why you were there, like Super League. And yeah, well, also I, just wanted to, I just wanted to bring up that Bayern won the Champions League beating PSG 1-0. Uh, a bit of a cracking game as well. Too, by the looks of it. But Bayern Munich have gone, twenty. I think it's 22 games unbeaten since the start. Like, unbelievable. So um, they well-deserved champions uh, of the Champions League. And in the Europa League, Sevilla uh, beat uh, Inter to win the, to win the Europa, Europa Cup. So they'll go into the Champions League next year, but yeah. All and decided by a former United player scoring a home goal, Lukaku. Yeah. Romelu Lukaku, home goal, decided it. And he was oh. laughing because Sevilla beat Manchester United in the semi-final. So he was laughing, going like him and Ashley Young, who used to play at United, now at um, Inter, Inter, laughing and joking, saying, we're in the final, you're not. And one of the ex-United <laughs> players scored the home goal and that knocked him out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Calm as a uh, bitch, isn't it? Well, the good thing about it is because of this COVID now, the actual English Premier League will start again on the 15th of September. So That's we don't good. have to wait. We don't that have to wait good. for long for sport. It's brilliant. Ow! <laughs> and and what, and what about running. that? It doesn't matter how quick you are. You can't beat COVID. It doesn't matter how exactly. fast you are. Exactly. Usain Bolt. He couldn't bolt away from the old COVID, could he? Nah, had a, had a little not. birthday soiree, had some uh, a few mates over in old Jamaica and then um, apparently a couple of days later he said he started showing signs of COVID. So he put a video out saying that um, he was at home and he was uh, quarantining himself because he was showing signs. He had been tested but no results yet and was warning anyone who'd been around him to go and get tested and quarantine and then next minute he's positive. Yeah. Because he was, he was. You're making me sick, man. Meant to be, <laughs> yeah, man. He was meant to be leaving the country, wasn't he? He was meant to be going to do some work somewhere, and he, he yeah. had no symptoms. But they forced him to take one, and he come back positive. But guess who was partying with him? Raheem Sterling. One of your mates, yeah. Raheem, not one of my mates. No, Raheem. well, one of your English expats, you know. What does um, what does he do? Excuse he's, me. He's a soccer player at Manchester City, but he's about mm-hmm. he was about to leave and go, um, basically, on a bit of a tour with the England team. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, five days so after. So imagine that, imagine that domino effect. 
Oh, but no. you, you got to think he wouldn't have been the only sports star at that birthday soiree. So you can imagine no. how many like athletes or high end sort of profiles would have been in and around that. But no one else has been released. I've got I've got to laugh though when I saw the the news that um, Usain Bolt's potentially after his thirty um, fourth uh, birthday party or whatever it was has got some flu like symptoms. I've seen him partying <laughs> down at the birdcage at Melbourne Cup. I'm not surprised he has some <laughs> flu like symptoms. <laughs> just, man goes hard one <laughs> 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 goes hard so uh, I, I wasn't quite sure if it was going to be COVID or a come down uh, the beginning with the same okay there we go hey, uh, some, just, some just heavy chat just talking about COVID and I, I don't know if everyone's forgotten but we should have no. had an Olympics <laughs> Chris hasn't had, he's still locked yeah, up with it well we should have had an Olympics this year but it's been shifted on to next year mm. and uh, the Euros uh, should have been this year and it's been shifted on to next year now Oh, is it not? not in the, sorry, uh, the European oh, soccer, European soccer championships. But with the way it's going, do we still think it's going to go ahead? You know what I feel sorry for the person who designed the ultimate Olympics marketing platform for Tokyo 2020, like using yeah. the the Olympic rings and the two zeros. Just doesn't oh, yeah. quite cut it for next and year, does it? Gone. Like it meant how much? And all the medals they were selling, all the medals that they'd already made. Were they really? Mm. Yeah, you got to make one. some cash back, I suppose, haven't you? Yeah, well, everything like because it's all, it was already marketed and made, and like you can think about how much merchandise would have been done, or the Olympic outfits from all brands. Like mm. I know I used to work at ASICS, and they were designing um, the Tokyo 2020 Australian kits. So the millions and millions and millions of dollars, and then obviously these athletes who were you know uh, making their way to like. Year four, I've hit my straps, I've peaked yeah. and this is where I'm meant to be peaking and now you've just got to hang on for another year. I know a lot of the boxing um, fraternity, they're already arguing that the fighters that qualified um, should have to qualify again because they're technically not going to be the best fighters by next year. Oh, well, that's, that's, a, lot to, mm. that's a lot to obtain in 12 months, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you, you think about you it, like come. a lot changes in 12 months. A lot of, ever in, in any sport, not just boxing, like yeah, I'm just huge. bringing that up because I can see all the chat happening around. I mean, but, but to but to cram that in from you've normally got a four year spell to prove yourself mm. as the best going into the Olympics to cram that four years now into one year well not even one year technically ten months by the time you you get it all right I think that's a bit harsh yeah see, did you see the Australian Paralympian team have released their new uniform beautiful indigenous inner lining oh just wow just to really notify yep 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 just to really respect everybody on the land so that that was that was quite nice to see that's so awesome. it's, it's nice that there's a little bit of a good news story coming out yeah. of all of, all of this shit the, the paralympians look set and ready to go <laughs> they're, they're, they're gonna go ahead as planned so that's good champions there chris yeah yeah there nice. you go i'm gonna leave you with that yeah <laughs> that's, that's, that's all well sasha chris mind. normally one of you guys have a doco for us to watch is there is there anything on the market at the moment that we haven't yeah. touched on? Hey, listen just just tune into sasha's instagram tomorrow night and it's going to be at the jeff horn fight tim tuzu he's, he's going to be at that fight <laughs> um uh, with three empty seats he's probably going to just lounge like a chaise long no, I don't have fight. a um, any documentaries or any Netflix series, but I do have. Oh, actually, Brooklyn Nine Nine always a favourite. Get around. Mm. Yeah, I do have a tip one. for tomorrow. Race one, Sandown, Supergirl. Where? Like what time though? Because this podcast isn't really going to pop up until about nine thirty. I reckon. Sorry, yeah, this is a start time of twelve twenty-five. So the podcast Ooh. would have already been out, and it would have already won. Here's what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you one for Saturday. Now, the field isn't out quite yet, but there's uh, there's a horse uh, running on Saturday at Rose Hill. You're going to have to look in between races. It's called Mogatu. It wins. Mogatu. Mogatu. At what course, okay. sorry? Rose Hill. Rose Hill. You'll probably be there. <laughs> no, I'm actually not at the races this week. Sorry. Oh, well, a week yeah. off. I've got a week um, off. Um, uh, how'd No Buono go? No Bueno. Did he well, race this week or is it well, this? Mine. Oh, no, no. El, El Buna. El Buna was El Buna. meant to be out, tom- El, was meant to be out tomorrow. Um, didn't accept in that field at Randwick. So he's oh, potentially going to be out on Saturday. Did the horse turn around? Well, no, I'm not doing it. Well, I just think there's probably loads faster than our shit thing. So they just went, no. <laughs> let's not, let's no, not donkeys are next much. week. <laughs> I think he's carrying kids around the car park. He, are, he, are, he always does that. Him. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, he's, he's, uh, he's probably going to be running on Saturday, first race back after being gelded. I would probably yeah, I would, I would so. probably tip him on Saturday, actually. Okay. So, El Buno, if you see, if you see him running on Saturday, it's gonna, he's looking like it's going to be Kembla Grange. Yeah. Oh, it's my place. 
Round the corner. Well, go, go on. down. Ten go minutes to go. Go on, throw carrots at him. They like that. <laughs> uh, I think I'll stay on. Well, thank you very much, gents. Sasha, have an amazing time at the fights tomorrow night. Boys, yeah. I'm open to a Zoom live party chat. We can hang out and just discuss all things boxing if you want. So I'm in. We'll put it out. Done. Thank you very I mean, much, gents. Thank and, you, guys. Uh, Love we'll you. See you next Tuesday. See you. Love you. Say it back. Love yous. Love oh, you. wait, wait, wait. See you. The back half. The back oh, half. Oh, the back half. Okay. You promised. Oh. We got to deliver. We did. Like wait, 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 wait. Are you going to give like the, the full uncut version or are you going to tame it down? I think you should tame it uncut, down. Uncut, uncut, uncut. Uncut. So a mate of mine in Canberra, he has a mate of his in Tasmania. So it was one of his close mates. Good footy player, plays AFL, big tall drink of water. Apparently has a massive member on him. <laughs> so he's gone out one night and he's met a beautiful young lady. Um, you know, obviously all, um, you know, it was all consensual and they had a great time at the pub and they said, look, we're having a great time at the pub here. How about we bring this back to your place? Um, that was my mate's mate. Um, knowing, you know, this, this guy's tall, he's like six, seven or something, this girl was very short, like probably four and a half or five foot, I don't know exactly how tall she was, right, just for the purpose of the story, she was short. <laughs> and go back to, um, to his place and, you know, things obviously develop when two consensual adults like to I love how you've got to keep using consensual. I know, I was so... I, I don't know, like, I just, I just don't know how to... Really portray this story. Without. You're getting so nervous that you're getting, getting into the back half of this story. Anyway, so they go and look. Things obviously progress. Two adults do, and they get excited, and they make poor decisions. And they both decide that they would have sexual intercourse. Now, Consensual. by doing that, Consensual. she gets old mates member out the part the male used to insert out. Anyway, and so <laughs> he he gets she gets it out, and she goes, "Wow." That is big, because it is big. That is huge. You better only give me half, right? Like, as in, give me, because it's too big, give me only half. Not, I'm not so glad you're stepping this through for anyone who's never had sex and, in their entire life. And so he goes, okay, that's great. I'll give you the back half. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the back half story done politically correct. And for those who... Don't know how to have sex. That's how you do it. Do we do? Do we still own the domain, the back half? Because we're going to bring a clothing label out at one point called the back half. I think we do. I think we do, and I think we need to pursue. I think that. it needs to happen. Yeah, I think we need to think do that, so. Chris. It's 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 pretty hard though to go on um, uh, daytime television or even evening television or radio shows and promote your brand when they ask you the story behind the name. You back half of your life. We've got the back half of our life. That's exactly what we come up with. Remember? We we did, we did. I know, but no, we've just aired that, so we can't lie about that anymore. Well, we so can, right? Because well, let's just fight. Let someone fight it. Yeah, how'd you come up with the back half? Well, you know, you know, the front half of our life was full of mistakes. We finally found ourselves. It's all about the back half and living the back half of our life to the fullest. And that's what we do. We live the back half of our lives to the fullest. And they go, here's footage of you guys talking about the back half of the podcast on the 25th of the 8th, 2020. <laughs> Um, you have any comment about that? That was a made-up story for the podcast. How about this? Yeah, and then we just say, well, you know what 2020 was like. It was all bullshit. Let's just forget that year and let's carry on with the next one. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> counts. Just like calories don't count when you're hungover. Nothing said in 2020 counts. 100% yeah. all. Anyway, All right, I've have... got to get off. My head's about to explode. Um, thank you very much again, gents. Really appreciated the, the candid nature of your stories and truly finding out what consensual means because it is consensual that you listen to the Sport Project. It is also consensual for you to like, subscribe and share with all of your mates. And it is very much consensual that I get to spend every Tuesday night with you. So I can say, see you see next you. Tuesday. I think you're fine. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>